Well, Same and, thing. And actually, I think I've mentioned it with you guys now, and now that I'm thinking about it, um, how you just mentioned country crock tubs, and it, <laughs> and it transports me back to my childhood where that was the only bowls we had. And you know, it's finally time to throw one away when it's nice and blistered from microwaving ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> Those containers were never microwave space, and it never mattered to anybody's nope. parents. Nope. <laughs> I now understand Jesse that much better. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is a motherfucker that ate raviolis out of some country crack or uh-huh. whatever. Called it blistered. <laughs> no, this is blistered too much. I can't get a double pump in here. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago. Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Good evening, it's time to stab, which, now that I hear that out loud, I'll never say again. Let's meet tonight's (laughs) panelists. Our first panelist can taste numbers and hear colors. She's a hilarious stand-up. It's Becky Lynn. Our second panelist once ate a tin can right in some dumb goat stupid face just to prove it wasn't special. She's a tremendous comedian. It's Emma Haney. And our third panelist just might pop off. If he hasn't already, it's hard to tell. He's an amazing improviser. It's Jack Brown. I'm here to stab! (laughs) No, no, we can't say that legally, we can't. I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Draw a series of lines on the side of me to help ensure you get your daily recommended amount of me each day. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the 12121 Stab Show. It's a palindrome, y'all, just like this episode. Go ahead, listen to it backwards. And it's exactly the same as listening to it forward. But we probably don't get the extra listens so never mind let's just get to meeting tonight's panelists becky how are you oh man i'm all right <laughs> i got a grapefruit seltzer oh and shit i wrote some stuff so things are oh and i have my salt lamp oh nice mm, <laughs> we got salt two. lamps for days <laughs> and this one okay i'll be quick but this one that i have um, is I've got it at the Goodwill for $8.50. Nice. And I looked it up online, and it's an $80 fall. Awesome. Whoa. Um, what? Yeah, oh. it has different levels, and it does a sunset and a, and a sunrise setting, and it also does guided meditation. Wow. Wow. That's, That's a come And on. I found it on the floor. <laughs> man all the best what goodwill finds are on the floor yeah you got some yeah got some accidental bottom shelf brookstone i think that somebody probably was stashing it for themselves oh probably yeah i've done that at a thrift store i'm gonna like, come back for you <laughs> play those thrift store games well welcome becky good to have you uh emma welcome hey, hey there Hey, how's things going in Emma's world? Oh, it's going okay. Yeah. Um, you said keep it positive. I never so. said that. What you if- said? Don't ever say. <laughs> I have this rock that Becky gave me. Uh, one is black tourmaline. Yeah. Okay. What does that do? Well, is it positive vibes? Yeah, it helps rid you of negativity. 
all I do know is that it's neither salt nor a lamp. So moving on. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I, that's why I went out of frame. I was like, I got to grab a rock. I don't know how to fit in. How, how are you for the most part, uh, Emma? Uh, I'm fine. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly uh, everyone right now. So that's good. Yeah. We're, we're on par. Uh, yeah. Happy to have you, Emma. Uh, still out there, still being busy, still being essential. Um, and you know, Can't you're, get the shot, though. <laughs> you're always essential in <laughs> our hearts. Uh, <laughs> so thanks for joining us, Emma. Jack yeah. Brown. Hey there, buddy. Hey. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I yeah. uh, just had a big gig this week. I played the inauguration. They greased me up, and both Republicans and Democrats tried to catch me in the spirit of unity. So back in sack, feeling good, ready to go. That's nice. It's always That's where I know you from. <laughs> That's right. I was the greased-up guy during inauguration. Everyone's focused on the Bernie memes, but I, I think I had a moment. <laughs> it's never not nice to just be greased up. <laughs> it's always a treat. It's never a negative. You never, you're never standing around fully greased, just sulking and sad. No, it's always a positive <laughs> to be all slicked up. You can't frown. It's too slippery. It <laughs> yeah. turns into a smile. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> well, welcome, Jack. Um, in just what is it? Uh, about ten days? Eleven days? Uh, Kings Talk returning um, mm. for Sacramento and New Orleans. The only team that Kings Talk covers more than Sacramento <laughs> is the New Orleans Pelicans. That's right. It's very hard to schedule the show. The last show we did, no one called in, and we swore to never do the show again. And we're doing the show again. <laughs> well, it's one of my favorite things. So I'm... That makes one of us. <laughs> There's just too much lore. It's too dense. It is very <laughs> dense. It's a very difficult concept for a lot of people, and I respect that. Well, we got to get our King's Talk wiki so people can follow along. Yeah, I'll call in. This is for fun. I'll work Thank on it. Thank you. Yeah. That means so much. You have no idea how much we need that. Yeah. I'll, I'll work on amplifying the signal and get, get as many dumb calls in as possible. All right. Well, fa oh, and Cameron uh, in the in the chat uh, <laughs> pleading for Emma to please call in. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll uh, look. I'll have to Google some kings. I might ask questions about the monarchs. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I know. That so. would be great. We, we should cover the monarchs more. The only successful Sacramento team. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say they didn't do bad. <laughs> yeah, they won the championship. Yeah, it's more than the Kings have ever done. <laughs> and their 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 punishment was disbanding don't you win in sacramento don't you win here be a lovable loser or get out of here all right. all right let's get speaking of lovable losers let's get this show going <laughs> segment one it's reorganization that's what it has been that's what it will be until the sun envelops this mud ball please take the <laughs> <laughs> the following positive yeah no that's all positive <laughs> I, i'm sorry this planet finally being put out of its misery that's the most positive thing you can say about it <laughs> Ooh. coming in I'm hot here to stab <laughs> <laughs> what's salt 
salt lamp setting is that? Total destruction of the earth. <laughs> it's got to shorten the wire. Uh, reorganization. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Big changes in American leadership mean big changes in American focus. And after a couple years of being told how clean coal is and how much fish love offshore drilling or how native lands look better with a little pipeline spillage here and there, uh, it might be time that we as a nation check back in on the FCCC or the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. And while rules for attempting to keep November out of the mid to upper 90s is nice and all, I'm sure there's other people or things that FCCC could uh, could stand for. So why not put some of that funny stank <laughs> on FCCC and tell me what else it might stand for or represent to you. Becky, <clears throat> let's get this party started, right? Um, give us your FCCC. Hey, man, are you a dad? Are you constantly trying to figure out all of the ways that you could be saving money and also making sure that your home temperature is too uncomfortable to be inside so that you can finally get the me time that society has told you that you shouldn't need? Then we want you to join our club, the SCCC, also known as Fathers Calculating Correct Climate, is looking for new members to bring forward to bring forward thinking to other dads looking to find some sense of control in their own homes. We discussed various topics like how to keep the refrigerator door closed, limiting hot water use, and why pools are a bad investment. All we are missing is you. We meet at Applebee's every second Sunday, and we'd love to see you there. <laughs> Becky Lynn, FCCC. Uh, did somebody touch the thermostat? I set it how I want it. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> Thank you, Becky. Oh, man. <clears throat> Emma Haney. Hey. Hey there. Uh, let's get down to business with your FCCC. Well, it's funny because I actually got inspiration while uh, smoking weed out by the dumpster in my apartment. Sure. And there was a cat out there, like a really big pregnant cat and i kept trying to coo like call her up onto the car so i could pet her and then i realized that fat can't cats can't climb <laughs> and it was just it was a waste it was a waste i was very sad <laughs> it's true <laughs> that's, that's not it. i keep it simple i'm sorry <laughs> oh no no straight to the point there's not much sadder than trying to watch I can't climb yeah trying to watch a a big chonky just trying to (laughs) she was trying to get it was literally the cutest thing I've ever seen have you ever seen a fat cat just try it's it's beautiful (laughs) have you ever seen a fat cat just try just try (laughs) yeah I feel like you got the episode title right there (laughs) (laughs) some front runners already uh, all right, that's Emma's FCCC. Jack, what do you got in way of an FCCC? Click, whir, VCR noises, E. Hello, and congratulations on becoming a member of the Dewey's Hot Dog Stand family. We only hire the best here at Dewey's Hot Dog Stand, so you must be an exceptional individual. 
But no matter how great you are, you still need to learn the Dewey's hot dog stand system, or the Dewey system for short. We're going to take you through some hypothetical scenarios to give you on-the-job training without the pressure of slanging dogs. Watch this first scenario. Hello, welcome to Dewey's hot dog stand, where we slang dogs and you eat them. May I take your order? Yeah, uh, I'll have a fucking, um, hmm. whoa, wait, this guy's cutting me. Pause. First off, great job on the introduction. Now, what would you do with this line cutter? Let's keep watching. Move. Ha, ha, ha. Hello, mon frere. May I please have the hot dog? Ha, ha. Hey, what the fuck? I was just about to order you, bastard. Hey, what's going on up there? I'm farther back towards the end of the line, but this is pissing me off. My name is Bessie Bones, and I have a taser. Pause. Things are really heating up at Dewey's hot dog, hot dog stand, and I ain't talking about the grill. Your next move will be critical. Think about what you would do and keep watching. <laughs> Let me slang you a hot dog, mysterious line cutter. It's on the house. Oh, <laughs> what in the fuck? Why I'd never. I'm mad. You think you're mad? I'm probably even angrier than you because I, I'm way back here. I'm real mad, though, and I have a taser. You better have a good reason for your actions. Pause. Oh, we're in a fiery situation, not unlike our number three combo. We need to explain our policy to the customer, customer and remember to tap the sign behind you. Let's go. Tap, tap, tap. Do you see the sign behind me? It says FC. FCC, FCCC, here at Dewey's Hot Dog Stand, we let friendly co-conspirators cut and chow down. Our owner has committed many crimes, and his co-conspirators always eat for free here. If you have a problem with that, take it up with them, but they're criminals, so look out. Oh, dang, what kind of crimes? I'm not at liberty to say. What the hell? What's going on up there? My taser finger's getting itchy and to scratch it, I might use my taser. Don't worry about him. What? The cashier said not to worry about you. That's ludicrous. I think you should worry about me and my aforementioned taser. <laughs> ah! Ho, ho, ho. I made this, this guy tase his own nuts. <laughs> and, wow, it doesn't get much clearer than that. Your training is basically complete. Remember to respect FCCC and always let friendly co-conspirators cut and chow down. And if a taser-happy yokel is giving you trouble, keep slinging dogs. And don't worry, as one of the many criminals that hangs around Dewey's hot dog stand will take care of them, often violently. That's the Dewey system. <laughs> the Dewey system when you're not slanging dogs <laughs> you are diffusing tense situations that's segment one reorganization thank you all <clears throat> for your entries into the FCCCCCC uh, <clears throat> segment two topical haiku challenge I mean come on uh, it's the day after inauguration Biden still got that new president smell <laughs> which which is a weird smell when it's a, a 78-year-old new president. There's a lot of fragrances <laughs> fighting for your nostrils right now. Uh, <laughs> a lot of liniments, a lot of ointments. Uh, <laughs> wait, where's my prepared banter? Um, <laughs> still got that new president smell. Uh, but why not start speculating? Because 
<laughs> oh, because we should live in the moment for a change and not always have to try and rush the future here while never appreciating the present? Pshaw! Let's hear your three haiku, each predicting the biggest stories, surprises, flubs, and follies of the coming four years of the Biden presidency. That's right. We'll be putting these in a time capsule. See how well you did predicting the next four years, 17 syllables at a time. I hope that wasn't half as confusing as I think it was. So, uh, one at a time, we'll <laughs> go around the horn. One, 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 two, two, two. Becky, let's hear your first of three Biden presidency uh, prediction haiku. <laughs> Mine are more what will happen during the term and absolutely nothing that will happen in regards to the president. Okay. My first one is <clears throat> Betty White gets sick. <laughs> we all begin to panic. She survives again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Betty going to come out on the, on the end of this term, a nice 103. It's going to be fun. I hope so. (laughs) Uh, It's the only thing holding the universe together. Uh, (laughs) When Betty White goes, we all go, baby. What what more do we have to look for? We're all gone. Emma, your first uh, next four-year prediction haiku. Um, Okay, the title of my first one is The First Hundred Days May Change My Mind. (laughs) a pessimistic bitch might say nothing will change. I am not that bitch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well done. See, there's positivity, guys. Look at yeah, this. you didn't hear my claps, too. I'm <laughs> trying to make sure the I'm on point. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Emma. Um, Jack, your first what's going to happen uh, haiku. <laughs> This is a good prompt for me because there's no way I can make it long and <laughs> go to the haiku writer to check all these, so we're good. Okay, this is called Hooray, A New Dawn for America. Thank you, Joe. Now my cousin's medical GoFundMe only needs 3000 <laughs> uh, There's only so much we can do, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's still terrible out there. Let's not forget. Uh, Becky... Haiku 2 about the next four years. Okay, this one doesn't have a name. I don't name my haikus. That's all right. <laughs> Retro phone released. We get T9 back, baby. <laughs> Who wants to play Snake? Oh, <laughs> man. Ugh. Do you still remember how to text in T9? 100%. <laughs> Three and or four <laughs> buttons at a time. That's why I know how to text and drive, because that's how I learned to text and drive. That's how we all learn. <laughs> Not with this new easy way of texting and driving. 40 keyboards are what made it dangerous. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emma, let's hear uh, your silently clapped second future haiku. <laughs> silently clapped. Uh, the, my second title is... Sleepy Joe is the healthiest he's ever been. <laughs> Wake up, President. Give the pre- give President medicine. Talk, 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 talk. <laughs> I don't give a shit if uh, next week we just have to weekend at Bernie's him for 
<laughs> for three years and 11 and a half I, months. I, I mean, don't he's, care. Got, he's got to be more healthier than a guy who had big backs every day, right? <laughs> and a and diet, drink, a diet Coke touch. button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, you'd okay. think. You'd think. His dog will take over for him. Have you seen his dog? Magnificent animal. <laughs> I hadn't seen the dog yet. Um, I'll take your word for it. Jack, uh, future haiku two. This is entitled National Security. Hack the president's Peloton. Let's change the workouts and make this old guy buff as hell. <laughs> nice. Uh, everybody's trying to be helpful. <laughs> trying to trying to get him get him across that four year finish line with Betty. Uh, well, no, it doesn't have to be a finish line. Oh, that sounded bad. Everybody's gonna be fine, guys. Uh, <laughs> life is temporary. We all are reduced to stars. Um, <laughs> Becky, let's hear haiku three before I keep getting worse. <laughs> Number three. New Rihanna song. Expectations are too high. <laughs> Album not released. <laughs> oh. Right. Every one of Becky's has taken me on a roller coaster. <laughs> I know. First, like, really, like grabbing me. I know. I, these are honestly the most evocative haikus I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, like a single comes out? And it's so poorly received, and the album doesn't even. First come of out? all, no. I just want it to be known: yes. she's never going to come out with another album. <laughs> she's obsessed with her clothing line. That's like you get a scarf for five thousand dollars because I've been saving. All my stimulus checks are going to go towards a Rihanna scarf. I mean, if, if you can get people to buy four thousand dollars scarves, then why why do anything else? I guess. <laughs> uh, Emma. Future Haiku 3, let's hear it. All right. Um, how many crises? Health, housing, environment, just to name a few. <laughs> oh, I forgot to do the title. Uh, <laughs> this one's a little dicey. Uh, white supremacy is at the root. <laughs> that was the title. Of that one. Man, this is... I should mention now that on this this one specifically, because mm -hmm. I have a tr trouble with haikus, <laughs> I did have a ghostwriter. <laughs> oh, oh well, so. your ghostwriter has a really pessimistic view <laughs> of the like well, or everyone. or accurate uh, mm -hmm. view of the future. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully not Michelle. <laughs> no. No. Or, or Daniel. It was my dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Jack, let's hear the last future haiku of segment two. This one's called, Well, Yeah, Sure, If You Look at It That Way. <laughs> <laughs> Means tested rationing of oxygen is bad, but it's better than Drumpf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of grading on a curve right now. So, <laughs> thank you guys. That's some topical haiku, and uh, we'll check back in on the first or the the third third episode in January 2025. See how we did, uh, because I'm never not going to be doing this show. What else do I have in my life? 
I feel like Becky's are going to be the most accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Segment three, closing arguments. Haven't rolled this one out in a bit. I'm looking forward to it. This case might seem pretty open and shut. Your client is pretty universally despised, but it's up to you to sway the jury to your side and convince them that though you're... Or, God damn it, convince them through your powerful closing argument uh, that they're not really as bad as they might initially seem. So, defend your assigned clients to the best of your ability and change some minds. So, closing arguments, um, defending these clients. I could I can sum things up better. Uh, <laughs> Becky, let's hear <clears throat> your closing argument in defense of someone who just replies K to your chat and or text messages. <laughs> Folks of the jury, I urge you to picture this. You are an elder millennial, a Gen X cusp, if you will. <laughs> struggling day in and day out at a dead-end job, trying desperately to stay above water. Rent is too high, savings are too low, retirement is nothing but a fantasy, and your only joy is hump day happy hour at Chili's with the girls, a ritual that you can only maintain by keeping expenses low. That's why you haven't upgraded your cell phone since 2009, and you're not ashamed You love your BlackBerry. It keeps you organized, and you don't have time to learn another interface. interface. You like what you like, and that's fine. And sure, maybe you've lost a couple buttons on your walk home after a few too many Cadillac margaritas. That's not a crime. So the O button is gone. As long as the letters Y, A, E, S, H, and M... This was of little concern to my client, though. See, my client prefers to communicate verbally with their peers. But alas, when they attempt to call a friend to answer their question, the call is ignored. Can you believe? So lacking any other option, they must respond to the best of their ability with a simple K. Is that so wrong? And if it is, then maybe we need to put on trial the powers that maintain the vast socioeconomic inequality that ensures that my client is stuck in this buttonless position. Is that okay with you? The defense rests. Oh, wow. All right. Oof. I get it now. I get it, and I apologize <laughs> to anyone I've blown up at. I want Becky to defend me in any case I'm in. That was just, just coming for closing yeah. arguments. That was passionate. I want Becky to defend me in my texting while driving ticket. <laughs> I watch a lot of crime dramas. Man, powerful, powerful stuff. Uh, thank you, Becky. Emma, let's. Ooh, I mean, this especially in these these days and ages, this is a this is a toughie. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let's hear your closing argument in defense of close talkers. Okay. Um, May I? uh, May I approach the bench, Your Honor? (sighs) Yeah. If you must. Yes. This. This. How about? No. Right here. Uh. But this is better, right? You can hear what I'm saying. I'm even close enough. You can read my lips to understand what I'm saying better. Mm -hmm. I rest my case. (laughs) 
<laughs> the opposite ends of, of the defense spectrum. <laughs> Very straight and to the point. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, you're it's a little close. But <laughs> I felt, and we're not even in the same room, but I'm like, this just, is close. This is real close. Just the whole time I couldn't. <laughs> How much farther can I scoot back? <laughs> You'll have to go into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Emma. That's uh, closing argument defense of close talkers. Uh, Emma's, she's double parked. She's got to get out of here. Let's make this quick. There we go. <laughs> uh, Jack, let's, oh, oof. let's, uh, <laughs> let's really dig in. <clears throat> in your closing argument defense of raisins in potato salad. Hello, y'all. My name is Hugh Fontenot, and I ain't no fancy lawyer. I'm a southern lawyer. I'm not going to use highfalutin words because I'm a regular person just like y'all. And my client, raisins and potato salad, is too. Just a regular food item and another food item trying its best to get by. I want y'all to do me a favor and close your eyes. Picture a humble grape, a juicy grape, one that's ready to bust, a grape that's just shapely in all the right ways. One of those grapes that you could bounce a quarter off of. Hmm. Oh, yes, Your Honor. I'll hurry up and go somewhere with this. Anyways, that grape is left out in the sun, forgotten about, not unlike some of us folks, and it turns into a raisin. As a matter of fact, you might say that a raisin is just a grape with a redneck, just like y'all, like me, a southern lawyer. But we know that redneck can still get a lot done, even with society hating on us, and we're sweet once you get to know us, too. So I say to y'all, when the prosecution comes out against raisins and potato salad, calling them an abomination and saying they ruined the entire get dish, they're really coming after you. They're saying that you're not good enough. When they cite that the Food Network recipe for a potato salad with raisins in it has one-seventh of one star, the lowest measure I've ever seen on a five-star system, or when they bring up that salon article titled How Not to Get Uninvited from the Cookout that was vicious towards raisins and potato salad, that's just the liberal lamestream media attacking my client like they attacked us. Mm -hmm. We know they lie because their lips are moving. Tell me, do you think I'm dumb? Sure, they love those California raisins when they sing and dance, those coastal elites. But when a humble southern raisin goes in a potato salad, then it's a problem. Well, then attack my client. Attack all of us. And where I come from, if you want to attack me, well, that's fine. But just know that I ain't going to be flipped sideways and fucked with a hose without putting up a fight first. I'm sorry for cussing, Your Honor. You know who made potato salad with raisins in it? My grandma. And yes, she was white, if I'm allowed to say that. And my mama made it, too. And I make it. We learn from our parents. And that's tradition. Tradition can't be illegal. Next thing you know, you're telling me I can't make moonshine out of grain alcohol and distribute it across state lines. Huh? You can't? We'll strike that from the record, too, and also motion for the court to forget I said that. And if that wasn't enough evidence, let me shuffle my papers and get into my bombshell revelation. <laughs> Potatoes are too spicy, right? <laughs> Don't let the legal mumbo-jumbo from these city slickers confuse you. Potato salad is too spicy without those sweet raisins. You need the sweetness of a raisin in there to balance it out, or I start sweating like a hog over an open fire who's been cheating on his hog wife. And she just found out about the cheating, and she's tapping her little hog hoof watching the cheating hog on the snit. Like, as soon as you get down from there, I'm going to fry your ass again. 
This case is simple. Stand with your heritage. Stand against spicy potatoes. Find raisins and potato salad innocent. Thank you and God bless. <laughs> Potatoes are just too spicy. I agree. <laughs> One thing I like about stab in person is I don't have to see everyone as soon as I finish the silent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I don't know where. Uh, I just remember because I don't. I'm not a potato salad person myself. I just remember hearing raisins and potato salad, and I thought I don't think people like that. So there we go. <laughs> That's what that I network thing was real it had one seventh of one star i didn't even know they did that i was like why did food network even post this <laughs> that seems that seems excessive it's like really going out of your way to, to just overtly shit on just keep it at one star we know well how do how do you fractionalize a star into a seventh <laughs> that's ridiculous uh all right well <laughs> those were closing arguments of some terrible things. Some minds were changed. Some weren't. Uh, some imaginary southern sweat was dabbed. And we're moving on. Oh, it's real. I'm sweating in this room, right? <laughs> Segment four. Write an angry poem about it. I apologized profusely when I realized that I had given Emma a poem. Um, <laughs> but she got over it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> things are stupid. Poetry is beautiful. Make something <laughs> stupid beautiful. Through your your two life's passions, hatred and rhyming verse. Please write an angry poem about the following people, places, things, and sundry. Let's get it started with Becky Lynn. Let's hear your angry poem about dipping sauces. <laughs> Chicky nuggies, near and far. In this short life, you are the star. Mm -hmm. Some think that you are not complete, that there are friends for you to meet. But I will not stick with the herd, won't taste, won't taint your taste with mustard. Because you are special, lone and true, not smothered in vile barbecue. See, I will craft you from scratch and never taint you with any ranch. I love you the most, my little chunk. And we'll always shield you from disgusting gunk. <laughs> that was really cute. <laughs> it super was. That was. Those should be vows, that last part. <laughs> Protecting your chunk from gunk. I like that. I might take that. Yeah, I think you should say that to Ben. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just, I saw that one um, as that didn't even need to be written. That was just something uh, Becky had tucked away from a fourth <laughs> from a fourth grade assembly mm -hmm. i really don't like condiments so it was, a, it was <laughs> still been swimming around for a while I'm sure. <laughs> most foods for me are just vessels for other uh toppings <laughs> just how much honey mustard can i get on one nugget let's see you'd be surprised <laughs> <laughs> Emma. Yeah. I know. I know that you're doing it mostly under protest. Um, <laughs> I wrote a poem. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your angry poem about lenient bosses. Okay. Fuck Jesse Jenna. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Lenient bosses. Completely right. justified. 
Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took a shit on the fax machine. <laughs> you let it slide. My mischievous ass, you never ride. Three hour lunches, sneaking in champagne at our office brunches. I need discipline, Pam. What makes you mad? I guess I'm just searching for the discipline I never received from my dad. <laughs> Uh, you're too lenient and I get that it's convenient, but you can't be everyone's friend. The shit has to end. I'm bringing in laxatives to work tomorrow. Hopefully Philip shitting his pants in the morning meeting will help my sorrow. That's it. <laughs> nice. Oh, so good. Pam, rein me in. <laughs> 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 this is antisocial behavior. Clearly, I'm lashing out. <laughs> I only ever experienced love through discipline, Pam. Yeah. <laughs> Did that part shine through? <laughs> I only ever know, knew someone cared when they were angry. Yeah, we got we got it, Emma. We got. It. <laughs> Thank you, Emma. I'm so happy to to have. <laughs> To have accidentally gotten a poem out of you. <laughs> Jack Brown. Finish up segment four's angry poems after dipping sauces and lenient bosses. Let's hear your angry poem about dramatic pauses. Oh my God. I see what you did. I'm starting to. Give me a couple more minutes. I'll figure it out. Something definitely happened. Okay, this poem is called, I wrote this in one take in a fugue state. (laughs) In a world that's so divided, we must come together, united. So much hatred and division today, people hurting each other in every way, all caused by pauses that are dramatic. (laughs) Did you hear that? I stopped for a pause. Now I'm trying to figure out the cause. It totally interrupts the flow of a spoken word poem. And that wasn't just because of a bad connection to my modem. It's just a dumb thing that poets like to do, but I wish we were more healing, like Zaboomafu. Another pause. Oh. What's up? The world today is so effed up. People hurting people. This is the church and this is the steeple, but the church ain't helping. And the millennials are too busy yelping. Social media prevents us from being social. Too busy posting Photoshop pics of baby yodel. Spending all day on our phones. Not enough time digging for bones. Think about how many dinosaurs we could find if we all work together with one common mind. But these days, common sense is quite uncommon. You're more likely to find a Starbucks latte with cinnamon. Why didn't the Starbucks guy become president? Well, it's because we hold these truths to be self-evident. We, the people, have the power to shape our future hour by hour. As my flow goes on and on, I make connections from here to Guangdong, uniting folks who need in the worst way. I get two cakes on my birthday. Who's the second cake for? It's for my friend, the janitor, cleaning up after our mess, like the generation that's the youngest. Global warming, warming the globe. Oh, yeah, you almost forgot. This poem is about dramatic pauses and how they should be shot. You're into my flowing song that you didn't bring that idea along. How many ideas do we lose every day? It's fucked up, these games we play. I could keep going all night, but it's time for to stand for what's right and commit to the most dramatic pause, stopping. (laughs) Jack Brown, angry poem about... Dramatic pauses. Thank you all. Uh, and that brings us all the way rocketing to segment five. I know. I know. I know. I know. Uh, Department of Tourism. 
while we continue to play tiptoe up to the shore and run away from the wave with the health of all humanity, maybe you can lure someone to your breathtaking scenery and locale before their breath is literally taken away by unnecessary socializing. You've just been hired as the tourism directors of the following places. Tell us why we should want to come visit or live there. Becky Lynn. Uh, <laughs> make us <laughs> want to come to the I Wish You Woods. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to speak openly about your disdain for people that don't look like you? Are you feeling like the new government administration is stripping you of your rights? Do you want to wear box braids and say the N-word even though you're white? Do you want to lobby against $15 an hour federal minimum wage even though you make $7.50 an hour as a legal assistant? Do you wish that you could tell all women to smile all the time? Well, do I have the vacation place for you? Come visit the I Wish You Would, <laughs> where you can share thoughts and germs with like-minded people. No COVID safety precautions, no Antifa, and no chance of surviving your stay. I mean, wait, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Come on down. First week's on us. <laughs> Becky Lynn. <clears throat> inviting all to the I wish you woulds. Uh, Becky, thanks for hanging out with us. Where can people enjoy more Becky Lynn outside of the very specific confines of this episode of The Stab Show? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Oh That's Becky. Uh, you can also check out my stand-up comedy at Oh That's Becky.com. Nice. That's all. All right. Well, thank you, Becky. Always wonderful to have you. So much fun. Uh, Emma Haney. Hey. Hey. Hi there. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna linger because we've been missing Emma. Oh. <laughs> hey. Uh, <laughs> Emma. Let's yeah. hear. Let's hear your pitch as the tourism director of On Second Thought Sylvania. Okay. Here we go. Uh, welcome to On Second Thought, Sylvania. <laughs> Here, we pride ourselves on having many secondary choice activities for our residents to take part in. Confused? <laughs> well, let's say you have a thought like, oh man, I have all this free time. Maybe I should learn how to play chess. Mm, on second thought, that sounds like a lot of work and things to learn. I think I'm just gonna wa going to binge watch Queen's Gambit instead. Citizens of Second Thought Sylvania all share one Netflix account, so there's fun for everyone. Or maybe you're thinking, hey, I've been watching a lot of Top Chef. I should cook myself a nice home-cooked meal. Mm, on second thought, I think I'm just going to get DoorDash and continue to watch Queen's Gambit. <laughs> Citizenship also comes with a Dash Pass. <laughs> Uh, or perhaps you want some you time. Hey, we all do. We haven't had enough us time for the past 11 months. <laughs> Maybe you want to take that hot yoga class and find your zen. Mm, on second thought, though. Maybe you just want to smoke that joint and, you guessed it, finish up Queen's Gambit. 
So come, come to Second Pottsylvania. Yeah, on second thought, maybe just stay home and start binge watching Bridgerton. <laughs> Thank you, Emma. On yeah. second thought, Sylvania. Uh, Emma. Yeah. Hey. Um, where can people uh, enjoy some Emma Haney out in the in the world? In the world, um, I think probably mostly right now it's just really on Instagram at E Haney Comedy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know on here too a little bit with yeah. the games and stuff. Sure, sure. I do stuff with. I'll start doing stuff with Stab again. Oh. But follow me on Twitch, Infamous Jedi. <laughs> I picked that name, and it's spelled incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know it was a choice uh <laughs> thank you emma thank you yeah. uh happy to see happy to see you and becky i haven't seen you guys in a, in a little bit we haven't been gossing Wait. so i've been missing missing y'all i don't um, know which way you are <laughs> so happy to see you happy to have you jack brown uh where can people uh, get their fill of Jackson Brown? This is very clever. I feel like uh, getting their plugs in was smart, and then getting my plugs in before I make people turn it <laughs> off with my last prompt is smart, too. You'll have to earn my plugs. I'm going to do my thing first. Nice oh, try, shit. Jesse. All right. Well, I mean, this is generally how this goes, but defiant <laughs> to the last, Jack can have his <laughs> Jack can have his plugs after. All right. That's right. Only the real ones will stick around for this. Here we go. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm I'm looking forward to a deep dive here, uh, as as Jack welcomes us to sports memorabiliaton. Sports memorabiliaton is such a great place, so great that it's tough to talk about it. It's easier to just sing sports memorabiliaton. Sports memorabilia ton, the city that is number one in sports memorabilia and in fun. Sports memorabilia ton, mostly divorced guys here, swapping memorabilia with lots of cheer. No more nagging ex-wife, and you can buy Tommy John's knife. Sports memorabilia ton, big baby sign jersey for a chunky sports fan, a picture of JT Snow in the band simple plan. These are just some things you can own. And our mayor is named Bessie Bones. The only thing better than watching sports is owning a piece of sports memorabilia. And the only thing better than owning a piece of sports memorabilia is living in a town where sports memorabilia is currency. Sports memorabilia done. Come and see Bonzi Wells Bonsai Tree. Sports memorabilia done. Dale Earnhardt's favorite Carhartt, Joe DiMaggio's Whiskey A Go-Go, Joe Thornton's Tim Hortons, Dwayne Wade's Can of Raids, Jose Canseco's Needles, Sports Memorabilia Ton. Our number one export is insurance fraud. Number two is mere pictures of A-Rod. Universal basic income comes in the form of gritty doing the worm. Sports memorabilia ton. Sports memorabilia ton. The city that is number one in sports memorabilia 
and in fun. Come live here today and let the stress of alimony fade away. Sports memorabilia done. Hey, hey, hey. And normally, see, we would go out on a nice punch, and I'd start this, and then it'd be good. Oh, thanks for hanging. But no, you decided we have to do it your way. <laughs> That's so, right, because I know a lot of people turn that off. So, that is not uh, true. Instagram, at Jackson J. Brown, uh, YouTube.com slash C slash backslash slash Jack Brown videos. <laughs> very easy to find. Not very many people with my name. It's going to be easy to get there. <laughs> yeah. I wanted everybody to to be aware of the videos. Get out there. Subscribe. Like. Share. Whatever you do with videos on YouTube. <laughs> I never go there. Uh, yeah. That's that's an earworm. If I'm, if I'm reading the chat correctly, uh, people are just... Uh, they're not going to be able to go to sleep tonight. It's just going to be bopping in their head. Sports. Memorabilia time. <laughs> Mostly I like Jose Canseco, Lino. <laughs> Mostly divorced guys live here. <laughs> yeah. All right. It sounds really good in my head. If you guys could hear the backing track, which is really the main heart of the piece, I know I don't have a great voice, but the track is there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it just it it slaps. It. Uh... I liked it. <laughs> no, it was great. Thank you, Jack. Uh, you giving me the opportunity to scroll down to the outro and do this professionally. Here we go. <laughs> and stab is over. Thank you again to tonight's amazing panel, Becky Lynn, Emma Haney, and Jack Brown. And thank you for listening. Not done filling your headphones with stab? Well, you're in luck. As wherever you found this, there's 250 more like it to be had. Be it through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Podknife. Or, if you'd like to get your Stab Show live and with all your friends in the chat, just check us out on Stab Comedy Theater TV every Thursday night at 8. We'll be there with brand new, never-before-heard comedy from your favorite comedians. It's kinda, exactly, entirely what Stab is. Thank you all for joining us tonight. I've been your host, Jesse Jones. And until next time, just remember... Uh, something shit. Uh, seemed like it was important. Oh well. Good night. <laughs>